Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everybody. I am so happy to be here with you. If you had followed my Instagram stories, you would have seen that I was sitting with this person who is near and dear to my heart just a week ago in Las Vegas when I was there for an, for another event. And I am so happy that she is here today because she not only embodies what I hope everybody will embody, their version of it, which is just total confidence and she just has this energy that is infectious. Everybody who meets her says it. Everyone, when I say, do you know Addie? People are just like, oh my God, her energy. It's infectious. So I'm hoping she infects us and the show with her amazing energy today. I'm so excited to have you here today. Addie Grinspun is an acclaimed personal branding coach and a photographer. She specializes in serving dynamic female entrepreneurs who are the soul and face of their businesses. She's deeply committed to helping women unravel the complexities of online and offline visibility, making it not just manageable, but also a thrilling experience to show up authentically, which is stuff that you do so well. Welcome, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. Okay, it gave me the chills when you introduced (laughs) me. I am so excited to be here. Meeting you in person last week was just so amazing. I I am so grateful to be here. I know, because we've known each other for almost like four years or something like that. Now. Four plus. Four yeah. or five years. Four plus. And you go to my beginning. I know. I know. And very close to mine. And I want to also add that Addie is a 6-2 sacral manifesting generator because I always want to relate the person, the energy to the design. And I want to get into this because you're in the human design lab. So, But I only yep. just saw your chart for the first time today. And I laughed out loud when I saw it because I'm like, I know you and I know your journey. But then to see your chart, it's like, oh, my God, it's all there. It has all been there. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I share a little bit with you, too, as I'm learning about my design. I'm learning into leaning to the things that I thought they were like wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no, it's OK. I can trust them and I'm going with it. Yes. It's a gift. If you stop looking at it like this hindrance or like this negative thing about you. It's like, oh, do we just turn the dial up on that a little bit? Do we shift it? Do we tweak it a little bit? And it becomes something that suddenly starts attracting people to us when it was maybe repelling people oh. or we were in a funky place with it. Well, oh, because sometimes we, we are in this kind of like, I don't, know, I don't know if the word is denial, but we are in this fight with these parts of us. At least this is how I experienced it. And I remember when you put the lab out, I sent you a message and I was like, listen, this girl is tired. And I'm doing amazing, right? Like we had this yeah. conversation over the DM. My business is doing amazing. All these amazing things are happening. But this girl is tired. And since then, just by even knowing these little nuances about my human design, I have been able to lean in and some amazing things have been happening. So that's because we know some. I know. I love that. And I love how you've really embraced it. But you've also... I think some people feel like we have to study it so carefully and we have to know all the things. It's like you just start using parts of it. You just start to incorporate what you can out of your design and start to let it do the work in the background while you live your life. But you're living your life, hopefully just starting out like as a sacral manifesting generator. Are you paying attention to response? 
Are you just noticing what you respond to? Are you noticing the energy that you're in when you're in response versus when you're initiating? Because there's some really core things that you can start with. The response has been huge for me, understanding what that meant. But then the other one has been, I was constantly in this battle between having to do more, which this is Mm. for a lot of women. But for me, it came down to really following where I'm like, okay, where am I feeling truly called? Yeah. Am I doing this because I have to? Or am I doing this because I feel like I have to? Mm-hmm. It's right. not the same. Feeling like this is where, where the response is, right? I, something funny. This little plant. I know. People are going to think we're crazy. People are going to think I'm crazy. But for me, bringing things into my environment that actually yeah. make my office mine and not just a place where I work, redecorating my office and feeling like I'm in a place that it's fun for me. And that's like you're in response to your space. You're in response to everything in life. I do the same thing. Not as much right now because my house is being torn apart. But in normal times, I have flowers and things out that make me happy because they will keep me in a good space throughout my day. First of all, I'm going to get into your design in just a moment, but you're a personal branding coach. You're a photographer. So you come at these both from the visual side is where you started as a photographer and now into this building your personal brand. What's really interesting is I mentioned in my intro of you, my personal one, not when I was looking at the bio, about your energy and the way that you show up. And you do have this fearless nature about you. We're going to talk about going all in. You're all out. You are just like, here I am. And that can be intimidating for some people because they might be thinking I'm not built like that. That's just how Addie came out of the womb. Just like, here I am, accept me, love me or leave me, whatever, that it's easy for you. And having been with you from the very beginning, um, I know that it didn't start out that way for you. You've always been you, but the way that you showed up and the way you're showing up now, it's amazing to see, gratifying to see. I'm so happy for you. But it wasn't that. It didn't start there. Can you tell everybody a little bit about your journey? I would be curious. Yes. And I would actually be curious to know what you saw at the beginning, too, because I think that I know how I felt and I know where I was financially and emotionally, but I never had anybody really mirror that to me. But mm-hmm. I think that the, there is several things, right? Let, let's go back. I think you and I met either 2020 during the pandemic or 2021, somewhere around there. And by that time, I was already building my business for a long time, because I have been building my photography business all the way when I, while I was still bartending. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I know for sure now is that when I met you, I was all in, which at, before that, I haven't been. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things was my commitment wasn't so much to the actual business. It was my commitment to figure out what were the skills that I needed to learn to actually grow the business because I have been on this space where it was like in and out, in and out, because I was making so much money in my previous job. So the business was nice to have. I want to get there someday. But there was something that actually made me go all in. And now I look back and it's literally the pull from my sacral that was, I want that. And that is what pulled me. 
Like after I saw that, I couldn't unsee it. But I was full of fears. And I actually got this feedback from people throughout my life that I would ask questions when I started building my brand. Like, what do you see in me? And people would say fearless. And I would read it and I was like, what? I'm like, I don't (laughs) feel fearless. Now I do. But back in the day, I had so many fears. I had fear of failure. I had fear of success. I had fear of what people would think of me. I had fear that I wasn't good enough. I had fear that what I was doing was not going to work. So many fears, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to think about. Well, a sacral manifesting generator, to say that there is a fearless nature to people who have that design, definitely when they're in alignment. And for you, I wanted to call that out, not to be like, oh, it wasn't always this way for you. But I, I want people to be able to see if if you are stuck right now or if you feel like there's a connection to, I know I'm meant for something else. I know that there's something bigger. I know I can go all in, but for some reason, something's holding me back. That is the start of every success story. We all start yeah. scared yeah, yeah. on some level. And where you are now, what's changed for you? What are what are some of the things that helped you make that shift? What was the moment when you um, were like, I'm going to go all in now. I'm going to work on being fearless. So there were a few things. Number one, and I didn't know this consciously at the beginning. But let's actually go back to the container you and I met, right? I would look at everybody when I first came in into that container and I thought everybody was better than me. Everybody was ahead of me. And I remember there was something, and I don't even know exactly what it was, but at some point I made a shift where I started looking at people and I was like, if she can do it, I can do it too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I think that was like a, a lid that opened in my mind that was like nothing is soft limits. And, and I think it was also getting on connections calls with people and I started to hear the stories of these people. People like you or people like our friend in common, Melissa Henault, right? I would get on calls and people would be like, well, at the beginning it was really hard and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, oh. At the- Really? I'm you. <laughs> I'm you. So if you didn't, you didn't know, and I don't know, then that means that when I grow up, I can be like you, right? But it was this lid that kind of opened for me because I wasn't truly exposed to any mindset work. I wasn't really exposed to anything like that. When I was in my bartending world, like I grew, I was a world champion player bartender. I was doing amazing. I was kind of the celebrity in that very small portion of the world. Yeah. And in that portion of the world, I made it cool. And I think that when I stepped out of there, everything was scary. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, there is people making so much more money. There is people doing all the things. I remember going to this particular event. And I heard this woman talking about mission, vision, making a difference, ripple effect. And I remember thinking, what the fuck is she talking about? I was like, is there people changing the world out there? That's what I want to do. And that was the thing that changed it all for me. Mm -hmm. Because I saw this person talking on stage and I was like, that's where I'm going. I had no idea how. 
I had no idea what. I didn't know anything. I just knew that that's where I was going somehow. And look at me five years in. Right. So sacral, yes. Looking back on it now, I know you weren't in your design journey yet. Was there something from inside that was pulling you saying, yes, I don't know how, I don't know where it's going, but I have to do this. It was truly, it was a crazy pull. I knew that was my destiny. But the thing was, when I came back from that experience and I came back into my life and my life was so different back then, right? I was still bartending. I had been building my business in and out. So I had a lot of frustration around it because I didn't think that it was ever going to happen to me. And what I realized was that I wasn't truly going all in. I was doing it, but I was not doing it. But I didn't know that for Mm -hmm. the longest time. So when I came back and I had this vision, what happened was things started moving rapidly. The number one thing that I remember, and this is why personal branding is so dear to me, and I love teaching it, and I am so convinced that is the catalyst for everything, was while I was promoting my business, and at the time I was only doing photography, and I wasn't even already niched down to personal branding. I was doing all of it, right? I was doing a lot of baby photography. That was my niche. I was coming out of that, but one of the things that I realized while what I was promoting photography, people still saw me as a bartender. Like I was, well, you can book a photo shoot with me. This is what I'm doing now. But I was a bartender that was doing photography. Uh. And the moment I had the revelation, and I remember the moment Facebook was everything, I actually started showing up as a photographer. And then things started moving really fast into niching down into personal branding. And I remember I I quit my job super fast and I started showing up as the personal branding photographer. And I started talking about it. I started educating about it. I started doing all the things. Like literally, I stepped into a new identity and then Mm -hmm. things just skyrocket. I'm going to take a moment to just reference your chart here because this is fun for me. This is how this all works. It, It works best when there's a person across from me and they're telling me what's happening in their life and I can go, okay, here's what we're seeing. Your conscious sun and your conscious earth are gate one and gate two. Gate one is the gate of self-expression and you have it in line six, which is all about leadership. But gate one is about originality of self, who you really are. It's your brand, basically. Gate two, which is what grounds it, is direction of self. I know where I'm going even if I can't see it. Even if I don't know, my inner compass is so strong, I'm grounded by that inner compass. This is all the left angle cross of defiance. It's about basically saying no to what's not true to you and forging forward with your own personal revolution in the direction of your true and honest self. I love that you found your way to this work that it's always been there. And what you can provide for people with this is leadership in them finding their true and authentic self and expressing it. It's literally what you do. So this is... It's it's, just crazy that you're telling me that. (laughs) And and as a 6'2", there can be that apprehension. And that's what I wanted to call out in the beginning was to illustrate to people that that you can come really far. Addie, you just hosted your first in-person large-scale event 
in Las Vegas. First of all, congratulations on that. That's a big deal. Not everybody gets to that level. Not everybody gets to that space where you have a successful group program, you've launched a successful mastermind, and then you've now got your first big event in the books. What I remember when we started was, I just remember apprehension. I wouldn't say that you seemed fearful. There was just this like, I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know what. There was like that what. And that's your gate four in your unconscious earth, which wants the solution. It wants the answer. It wants to understand it. It wants to really dig into the clarity of that solution. And it's like, if I don't have that, I don't feel comfortable making the move. And sometimes it just takes some time to get there. It, it did take some time. I think but once you were in, you were in. The, oh, yeah. Women would come to me, especially when the pandemic hit, and they were like, I have these photos, but now I don't really know what to post or what to say or whatever. Mm. And I started selling $150 content hours. It was called the content hour. I literally would ask them, so what do you do? Who's your ideal client? Tell me, how do you want people to see you? And literally, people would be like, oh my God, you need to do more of this. You need to have a course. And I remember thinking about everybody is doing this. Everybody has content courses. And then I was like, yeah, but I'm not everybody. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do it my way. And one of the things that I did was I stopped looking at what other people were doing. And I did my own research on social media and I start. I actually did take all the things in branding and messaging and positioning. And what happened was people were like, oh my God, when you explain it, I didn't understand it. So the very thing that was my biggest doubt that I didn't come from corporate, I didn't have a marketing degree, all the things that I thought they were holding me back. It was what people were telling me they loved about working Mm. with me. And I was like, wait a minute. What is happening here? Yeah. And once I had that revelation, I went all in. And I know you've done a lot of personal development along the way. So we met in a program that specifically taught us the live launch process. So we got a strategic foothold where it was like, okay, this is how you're going to do this and put this thing together. (laughs) And this is how you sell something. But also, I know that you went on a personal development journey, lots of different modalities and ways that you have grown yourself since then. First, do you think it would be possible to be where you are now without the personal development work that you have been doing? And what role do you see that as playing in where you are now? So this is my take because I think that you can learn the how, but there is an intention behind every action that we take, right? And this might very well go back to human design, which is when I'm doing something and I'm excited and I'm excited about what I'm selling and I'm excited about how I'm going to do like right now, right? In this very moment, I'm getting ready to launch in November 6th to have a boot camp. To be honest in my heart, I'm less worried about how many people will be there. Yes, of course, we all know the numbers, the percentages, all of that. But I am most excited about who is going to be there and the women that I'm going to serve than how many am I going to have? Like how many people are going to show up? And we changed so many things in that process because what I realized is that any action that you take If you're taking it from a place of fear, if you're taking it from a place of 
disengagement, if you're taking it in a place of how much money am I going to make in this launch? Mm-hmm. You don't see this and you don't see it in the pre-work, but the decisions that you make are different. So for example, I just started running ads again, which I told you, I had a crazy story mm-hmm. last year. We lost over $20,000 and I was like, well, if I didn't have that experience, And if I would come at this with fresh eyes and excited about the people that I can reach, as opposed to just the people that are going to buy from me from that investment, how would I feel about this? Mm -hmm. And I went into it with a completely different perspective. And I made a different financial decision. I made also a different ad that maybe I wouldn't have made. Like the one I made is super fun. And maybe the other one I would have overthought so much. Right. And I was like, let's just try it. Yeah. Because I am open. And I think that that would never exist without the mindset work, mindset, tapping, energetics. I can go on and on and on all the things that I have brought into my life. And we were talking about this when we met in person, that the personal development work is what keeps you from having to stop every time you do something scary. It keeps the momentum going. If you're open, you're able to continue moving even when things go bad, even when something doesn't go the way that we think it will. You're able to be detached from the results. You can look at them from a neutral place and make decisions. Is this a good investment? Is this a bad investment? But your emotions aren't taking over, especially if anyone is listening as an emotional authority. The emotions can take you out of it. You get so freaked out that you stop or you're like, we have to stop doing all of this. We have to cut all the ads. We have to, rather than being able to look at them and say, what's, what's the story these are telling here? Maybe this messaging isn't working. Okay, great. We didn't know that before. That message doesn't work. Maybe I shouldn't launch with that messaging then. Maybe this is saving yeah. me time and effort. Because if you find out through an ad, a cheap ad, that a per- particular message isn't working, we're doing this right now. We're testing a message. We have two ways that we could go with our messaging and we are testing it out. And I'm like, let's not guess. Let's test it. Let's test it with some cheap ads. That way I don't go into a launch with messaging that I guessed at and then it doesn't work. And then I think the launch doesn't work. I think the content doesn't work. I think the program doesn't work. And meanwhile, it was just a tweak of the message. And then what happens, you start thinking, I'm not good at this. This was me at the beginning. Okay. This was me at the beginning. I'm not good at this. I'm not made for this. My big story was I'm not a businesswoman. I beg to differ. You know what? It's very interesting. <laughs> but you know what? It's actually very interesting about that, that I actually had a coach who literally put me on the awareness of it is I've been investing in real estate since I was 24. I know. You told me that, which is well, highly industrious. I, yeah, right. But my story was, I'm not a businesswoman. How crazy is that? And then there was a coach at some point that woke me, can we actually look at your life a little bit? And she's like, tell me a little bit about when you were 19. What did you do right out of college? I was like, well, I had a bartending school, blah, blah, blah. She's like, would you write that down? Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, oh, I know where she's going. And I wrote <laughs> it down. And then she was like, okay, so tell me a little bit about all the years that you've been in your bartending job. And also I was brought from Argentina to work in this place. But actually, honestly, I make my own schedule. She's like, oh, interesting. Would you write that down? (laughs) So all the things that were in my life that I actually had mentioned to this person, she put them in my awareness. 
And she's like, if you would look at this and you wouldn't know that this was you, would you say this person is a business-oriented person? And she walked me through this in a little bit of a like longer way. And I was like, absolutely. She's like, yeah. that's you. That's you. And since like there were so many openings to me seeing myself in a completely different light that actually led to this. But I think what we were talking out of camera earlier is people see me now, right? And they see me talking on stage and everything. And I even tell people this. You understand I used to flip glass bottles on stage for a living for 20 years. So when I got on stage to speak, the worst that can happen is I forget. And I just talk from my court. But when I used to like flip glass bottles, that sucked, man. Like when you broke a bottle, everybody knew. <laughs> yeah, this is far subtler. If you forget what you're going to say, it's like, I could pick that up. I feel like I can do that. From you drop a bottle of vodka, everybody knows. Yeah. Oh, everybody knew, believe me. And I want to leave everybody with one of the things that you're so great at is really making people feel like they can do it really making people feel like they are something special. They have something special. And also, this is that 6-2. You guys are just natural guides and teachers where you're just like, you've got this and you have that patience to actually work with people on growing because you care. You care on a deep, deep level. What would you have to say to somebody who is not really believing, maybe they've hit a plateau and they're starting to question things and they're trying to figure out how do I stand out? Where would they start? What do you have to say to them, either from your own journey or some of your clients right now? Things are changing in the economy. There's a lot of yeah. things that are happening. How are you approaching it? And what would you say to somebody right now who is, who's feeling a little shaky? Okay. So I think that is two things here that I would say. One really looking at the mindset. But the other one, and this has been life-changing for me, for my clients, for like literally friends that I help. I think that on the strategy side is really diversify your visibility. Because I talk about mm -hmm. visibility all the time and people want to talk about content. Everybody comes to me because of content. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Give them what they want, teach them what they need, correct? When they come into my launches, we teach content, all of that. But the thing is, that's a one-way street. It's you putting content out there that sometimes you don't even know if it's good, if it's bad, whatever. You're just posting for posting. So that's number one. Number two is when you actually focus on visibility. And the way I teach it is three-pronged. Content is the glue that puts the other two together. So you go out, you meet people, you talk about your business, you start embodying. Literally, if you go back and you look at what I did, it's like the day that I embodied me as a photographer, that's why I don't like thinking about personal branding just as a business strategy. I truly believe it is an embodying strategy where it's the mark that you leave in the world. It's not just what you do, it's your legacy. You bring everything into that brand. So you're literally branding everybody you touch by being you, right? Well, and it's a so, confidence builder too. When you are embodying that, you start to feel like a different person every day, a bigger version of you. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect because a lot of my people that come to me, either they are corporate dropouts 
or they are people building their business on the side, like from something that they want to leave behind. So they have that imposter syndrome. But once they start going into the real world, they're telling people, this is what I do. Not like I used to do this. Oh, I have a photography business, but I'm still bartending. They know all that information. So literally, like we do all this practice, which is literally embodying who you want to be and who you are becoming and who you are in this new era. So that's number one. So that immediately starts moving you in the direction of confidence, right? So if you're a little shaky, that alone, which feels so bad in your body, by the way, just know it. Because literally you're breaking your boundaries. You're breaking everything you know, and you're stepping into this new person. So that is like one visibility strategy. Start going out there in the right place. Of course, we do this with strategy, but really embodying this. The other one is what could you actually teach today? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, not you comparing with everybody else. What can you teach today? And I always tell people that it's three things that you can probably teach right now. And the reason why I say that is because then when you start teaching, what you're doing is really positioning yourself as that expert, whatever it is that you are building. But also it builds your confidence on knowing that you already have something to offer right now at this very moment, no matter where it is that you're going, no matter where it is that you have been, you're in the middle. There is people that are going to be beyond you. And there is going to be people that need to learn from you. And that is fine. We're all actually in that space. Every single one of us, no matter how high in the scale you are. And all of this kind of happens together, right? right. I'm sending people to do all the things. But the other thing is really working on the awareness piece. Because people talk about mindset, people talk about all the things. But I believe that it all comes down to awareness. What are you aware of and what you are not aware of? So if we can start bringing things, just like I was telling you the story of the lid, this lady opened the lid for me and I started seeing all the things in the world that were not even present in my world. So what I tell people is open, open up, open up. It's easier to help people to open up than you, to move them through all these techniques and all the things. Because if you would have told me yeah. breath work, prepping, meditation, Movement all at once, I would have been like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't do all of that. There is no way. But when you start opening and you're looking for what's out there, all of a sudden you start seeing it. Mm -hmm. So openness, visibility, and embodying who you're becoming, who you actually want to be. And what can you teach? So we can find that confidence within those three things that you already know right now. Know what you want to know a year from now. What do you know right now? Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, I love... Was that too complex? I, Did I went to the... No, no I, I'm, I, I love the awareness piece because I really do believe that when we're open, are we aware of ourselves? Are we aware of what we are calling out? Are we aware of what we are thinking in the moment? Am I open to a solution or am I really attached to a problem right now? Even just thoughts like that, even if you can start opening up just like that, so much can change. And you're living proof of that. You've done that work and I've watched you rise and it's been just amazing to see. One thing that I want to add to the whole awareness piece, and I'm actually learning it right now. It just came into my awareness now recently that a lot of the time I was 
constantly in avoidance, what I didn't want. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to put pressure on my husband. Mm. I don't want to run a business that I feel like I'm a slave to. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't ever do that anymore. It's mm. what do I want and how can I? So just the awareness of my language yeah. has changed everything for me. Because what I do, and I actually do this too with my clients, I have them put li literally a piece of paper or a sticky note in their computer that says, how can I fill in the blank? So they can start turning the, oh my God, I don't know, I, I do this. You have that thought, you have that reminder in there. Can we turn this into how can I do this? How can I outsource this? How can I not have to do this? So your brain is start looking for the answer. Literally, that's awareness because it brings things into your awareness that before all you're thinking is what you don't want. And just to pull it back to your design here, the awareness being open to solutions gate for your unconscious son is about being open to solutions. And I love that it, it just keeps coming back to you speak your oh, design I, I, okay, constantly. You need to reading for me. Yeah, <laughs> we need to schedule a reading. Well, I'm going to see you in a couple of days. We're, we're actually, she's speaking and I'm teaching at Rebecca Cafiro's weekend at the Pitch Club that she does every year, which I'm so excited I get to see you again. And I get to hear you speak. Keynote. I'm so happy that you were here. Thank you for being on the show. And I'm glad that we finally got this on the calendar. I'm so happy that you were here. Thank you for lending your time, your wisdom, and your amazing energy to our show today. I cannot wait to bring you to my show, to the Be Brand Podcast, so you can actually talk about how human design actually aligns with personal branding. Like, I am obsessed. And that's a beautiful segue into telling people where can they stay in touch with you? Obviously, the BU Brand Podcast. The BU Brand Podcast, we, which launched this year, you can find me on Instagram. Instagram is my home. Like, I love Instagram. I know a lot of people don't love it. I love showing up there. That's where my people are. I am on the DMs all the time because when I touch my people, I feel like I am connected to them. So you're going to find me in there in the DMs at least an hour a day. That's my commitment to making relationships in there. Ati that G that branding. So A-T-I that G that branding. And then I don't know when this is going to air, but I do have a personal branding bootcamp coming up. It's November 6th through the 11th. So if this goes out before, that's great. But if not, I do this quarterly. So come to my website, atigreenspan.com, my Instagram, my podcast, and let's connect. Yes, and we will link all of that up in the show notes for you. So you do not need to have any of that written down. You can just pop over to the show notes and we will magically portal you over to Addie's stuff. Thank you for being here. Listener, yes. thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode with us. We appreciate you for being here. Remember, if you want to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you in becoming unshakable by human design. See you later. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.